What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good morning, good morning, good morning, conquerors. This is Brother Rob Wilson bringing words of encouragement, edification, and affirmation your way on this blessed Tuesday morning. And as I, as I do and has, have done in the past, I'm working in work. I'm working in work into the mixture of the things I do multitasking <laughs> so you're going to hear the geese are making their noises flying overhead you may hear me say hey good morning hey, hey good morning two people out here on the river walk uh, as I bring you a good morning talk but because I'm doing 31 days of positivity I'm going to keep this short, brief. I'm going to read you something right out of the Word of God. Woo! Because I'm coming out of the book of James in the first chapter and the second verse to the 18th verse. Write that down if you, if you want to read this for yourself. Dear God, let's have a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this glorious and beautiful morning. Thank you for your promises, your great and precious promises that you have given to us that through them we might be partakers of the divine nature. Help us to get a revelation this morning about the good and perfect thing you are doing in us even in the midst of the circumstances which seem far less than good and perfect. Thank you, O oh God, that your word says all things work together for good to those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Bless this word in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, you can, you can walk and you can pray. You can walk and you can, you know, thing, amazing thing about calling people to get healthy and get recovered is that Jesus' ministry was about walking. He walked everywhere he went. And his disciples walked with him. I remember this song that went something like this. Walk this way! <laughs> okay, forgive me. And we have to learn to be on a walk of healing. And we have to learn that 
We don't have to close our eyes to pray. We don't have to be in a building to get healthy. We don't have to go to a physician, an earthly physician, to get a cure. The cure is with us wherever we go. God is with us wherever we go. The Holy Spirit is inside of us wherever we go. Amen. The Holy Spirit's availability is constant and continuous. We can pray when we're walking. With our eyes open, we can pray. We pray when we're working. Paul said to, to pray continually. What does prayer, continuous prayer mean? Does it mean constantly asking for stuff? No. Continuous prayer is constantly being in communion with God. Never, not, And it's not like it ever stops. It's the aware, prayer is the awareness of constant communion with God. It's not like you've got to dial 911. You're always in the condition of God's eyes being on you, beloved. <laughs> People have asked me, you know, yeah, I'm going off the message here. How is it that you did this? And how is it that you've done that? Well, I grew up in the country, okay? And I grew up being in the field, being in the wood, running, running rampant, okay? And I never felt a sense of terror. I always felt a sense of safety and security. There were different things that happened, and yet I made it through all those things. I'm just saying that we live in this, this, this bubble of fear and self-consciousness. But when you're free, you're able to do, you're able to go, you're able to live and move and have our being, trusting that God's eye is never off of us. You know, let me read this word. <laughs> Verse 2 is where I'm going to start. Well, let me go up here. This is James' letter to you. Verse 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the brothers, you know, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. We are tribed in, okay, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Whether you're Jew or Gentile, we are in the fellowship of the kingdom. Peter wrote to the churches, you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may, may declare the praises of him who brought you out of darkness and into his glorious light. Let's go on to verse 2 now. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Amen. Whew. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. Cultural Christianity is telling us, oh, if you're a Christian, this won't happen and that won't happen. You'll never meet a narcissist. No, baby. That's not the real deal. Because James said, consider it joy when you fall into trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. <laughs> Look, if you've been through what I've been through... Half of what I've been through, 1% of what I've been through, 
and you've been through it and you're listening to this today, you have had perseverance produced in you because you're still here, you're still tuned in, you're still getting healthy. It produces perseverance. Testing of your faith. Putting it to the test. Seeing how long it's going to take you to wake up. Seeing how long it's going to take you to move out. And it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And here, you want to know what I tell you? You have come through it, beloved. You have come through it, and it is coming out of you. Amen. The abuse, the toxicity, the powerlessness, the feeling of helplessness, it's being expunged from you right now and it's doing a work in you see the world would teach that you ain't going to go through nothing you're going to go through this antiseptic life of blessings and prosperity and financial success and the perfect house and the perfect spouse and the perfect kids and that's not the faith of the original gospel of the gospel that's not even the life Jesus lived. He faced people of he faced resistance on every side and at every opportunity. You know, you may walk a thousand miles before you meet two or three real ones. And if you're a real one, you know what I mean by real ones. But it says it is producing. Um, let it finish its work and you so that you can be mature and complete lacking nothing you're not going to lack nothing after what you've been through if any of you lacks wisdom you should ask God <laughs> and when, when we're dealing with people when we're meeting people when we're uh, in, in the future coming out of being in a toxic relationship ask God about this person ask God about that person Ask God, am I really seeing what I'm seeing? Am I really feeling what I'm feeling? Is this real? Because you know there's a deceiver in the world. And it says here, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But, but when you ask, it says, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord you got to believe it the first time he tells you when the first time he tells you to run you got to run <laughs> first time he tells you to go you got to go you can't keep second guessing your gut beloved because that's what the enemy has trained the people of God to do with great gifts of discernment. You have great gifts of discernment. You can look back and say, yeah, I saw it early. I kept second-guessing myself. A lot of things, the way the Lord works is in our gut, our gut instinct. This is here. That person should, should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Now that is a great description of the narcissist. They love you one minute, they hate you the next. But they, they project 
instability is their victims. And their victims have often been trained to be unstable. <laughs> trained by unstable people from which we came. Hey Amen. It says here, don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. You've got the wisdom you need. You've got the experience you need. You've got the perseverance you need. Amen. You've got it. It was just a, a, a few months ago when I was like, what am I doing? Where am I going? I don't know. I was like, okay. And I was like, wait a minute. I got this. I know what to do. I know how to do it. It's like, I just keep doing it. <laughs> keep discipling people. Keep, keep, keep ministering to people. Keep telling people to follow Christ. To follow the way of love. Follow the way of love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Love your neighbor as yourself. So therefore, you have to learn to love yourself. It's that simple. <laughs> Paul said in one of the, I think it was the Galatians, that he was worried that someone had come in and wooed them away from the pure simplicity of following Christ. Look, that's the pulse of this message. Christ is going to lead us to healthy people, healthy relationships, healthy choices, and he's going to teach us to love ourselves. He didn't give you a good cop, bad cop gospel. He didn't give you a good cop, bad cop love. He didn't de delight in you yesterday and despise you today. God's love is constant. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father, capital F, this is God the Father, of heavenly lights, in whom there is no variance or shadow of turning. Mm. There's no variance or shadow of turning. There's no change in God's disposition and his nature and his nurture and his care for you or me or anyone who's in, who is one of his sheep. It says every good and perfect gift comes from above. So something in us, something in you, something in those who come out of these relationships that were far from good and perfect gifts from above. They were messengers of Satan to buffet you and torment you, but also to teach you. Don't come out of anything like this without learning the lesson. Amen? But you've come out of it to learn the lesson. And what I want to tell you is one of the things that's incredible is the very messenger and messages of Satan that you overcome become your testimony and your source of and your area of spiritual influence in the lives of others. When people knew, know you've gone through it, 
you don't have to you don't have to lead them uh, read them your credentials you have spiritual cred they know you're talking from experience and it says here he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first first fruits of all his creation amen he chose you. <laughs> I often give the example. There was a time in my life when I didn't get picked to play the sports. It's like first grade, second grade, third grade. I was really kind of shy. And I was stood shy. <clears throat> I stood shy. I sat in my chair in grade school shy. I, uh, I walked shy. Fourth grade. First, second, third, fourth grade. I didn't get picked for nothing. I was the last one. <laughs> I was when it got down to the two last people. That changed. It was weird. And this kind of changed my life in a negative way. But I remember these, it was these four kids who were bullies on the school ground. And they would push everybody around, including me. And they would be one person getting on his hands and knees behind a person. And then somebody would come up to you and pretend like they were talking to you. Then they'd push you backwards. They did that to me. One day, I decided I had enough. And when they were going to push me backwards, I turned around and kicked this guy that was on the ground right in the stomach as hard as I could. And then I turned around and I... Knocked that other guy backwards onto his back. And there were four of them. Somebody else came up and says, I'm going to get you. And they put their arms around me like to hold me. And I busted loose. I'm a little bitty dude. But I said, this is it. I've had it. I whipped those four little kids all over this playground. I'm telling you this. But what happened was when I started fighting back and I learned... I learned to fight <laughs> just like that. That's how I learned to scrap and fight, fighting. And But from that day on, I'm think, thinking this was fifth grade. And then the following day, recess was over. We're going to get you tomorrow. Glaring at me in the classroom. I was glaring back. But I had always been scared. I would always let people do what they were doing to me. And I'm not... I'm not one on physical violence at all anymore, but it set the course of my life on being a fighter <laughs> before I met Jesus, physical fighter. The following day, one of those kids came up to me and said, I never thought that was cool. I never thought, I never liked doing that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with you. <laughs> so three of them came up and said, hey, you come back over here with us. No. I don't like picking on people. <laughs> and him and me took on the other three and whipped them. Well, the next day, one of the other, it took day by day till it got down to that last person. And I never walked around. So, and they're now following me. They're, they're, they're with me. They're in my club. They're in my clique. They're in my game. Suddenly, I stand different. I walk different. I engage the world different. Not as a victim. 
but as Victor. Now, the guy who was the ringleader, since he didn't have nobody backing him up, guess what? Everybody he used to pick on, pick on, picked on him. Nobody talked to him. He wasn't cool anymore. Everybody ostracized him. <laughs> so that, and, and like I said, that changed the course of my life. I didn't grow up a Christian. I wasn't a little Christian boy out there fighting. But I learned to fight for myself. I learned to quit being somebody else's shadow. I learned to quit being terrified all the time. Now, when I, when I had to defend myself, when I had to fight for myself, guess what it ends up having me do? It ends up being the way of my life for a long period of time. Nobody's going to pick on me. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Nobody's going to control me. Nobody's going to scare me. It grew and grew and grew until it became a monster. Because I was unguided. I was misguided. Unguided and misguided child without any help. Because I would go home and tell my dad. My dad would say, oh, no, that shouldn't bother you. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. I was like, whatever. This is... <laughs> But see, that's what happens. Why we learn to not trust God is our primary caregivers don't come to our rescue or our defense or give us any real consolation for the troubles we're going through. But I, I, I know it was all part of the plan. It was all part of the providence of God that I would learn to be tested, learn to persevere, learn to fight, that the, the ways of my fighting nature would eventually take their toll on me, and I would come to the end of myself and find Jesus, Woo! <laughs> and learn to fight a fight of faith, a fight of surrender, a fight of spirit. Greater is he who is in you, beloved. And he who is in the world. Don't let Satan be a bully to you anymore. Don't let the words in your spirit keep telling you, well, God's not with you. God's not for you. This happened because you were, you were wrong and they were right. No, they weren't. Look, like I said before, bad things can happen to good people. And bad people happen to good people. Consider it the testing of your faith. Consider it something you had to go through so that your faith would be tried and true like gold and that a power of perseverance would be put in you. Thing to remember about Egypt. Israel, this is longer than I expected, but this is good. This is a good one. I seem to do good, well when I keep moving. Whew. See, that's what the enemy wants to get people to do. He wants to get you to stop. He wants to get you to sit. He wants to get you to stew in your juices. He wants to get you to ruminate in all of the toxicity. You start moving. It starts coming off of you, coming out of you. Like Lazarus, he didn't say... 
Lazarus arise and stand there, he told Lazarus, come out, start walking, start moving from the tomb to the, to the door of the tomb. And when Lazarus came to the outside the tomb, then there were people there whom Jesus commanded, remove, remove the grave clothes and loose him. He's got a testimony. <laughs> That's you, beloved. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For training our hands to war in the spirit and not in the flesh. Thank you that you, as your word says, has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and sound mind. The very area of your power and your influence and your testimony and your effect on other people will be all the different places that enemy wounded you. Yes. That's, um, the enemy wounded me with father wounds. That's one of the most important blessings of my life is being a father. The area where God wounded me was being turned loose, you know, with, without guidance. So what do I do? I try to instill the principles in others where they can have a self-guidance system. I didn't have rules or an MO or structure on how to live and move or have my beings. Therefore, I'm very disciplined in how I analyze things and make decisions. Is it perfect? No. Do I make, do I make mistakes? Yes. But I value structure and discipline. I value consistency and commitment. I value truthfulness, honor, integrity. Live by code. Code of being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. All right, beloved, that's it for today. Uh, longer than I expected. But I hope and pray it was better than I expected. The narcissist wants to make you into something or has shaped you and conformed you in a way. And in some ways, our family of origin can conform us to be the perfect victim. Okay? Could have been you were groomed for narcissistic abuse from your childhood. Overlooked and banded, invisible. Okay? But God, <laughs> two of my favorite, <laughs> that's one of my favorite scripture verses. But God, <laughs> who is rich in mercy. And the other one is, and it came to pass. It's time to break free. It's kind of time to break out. It's time to realize I didn't get to go through this for nothing. And what I was going to say, and I forgot, <laughs> is Israel was held in bondage bondage in Egypt and uh, <clears throat> less than ideal condition 
started out well, started out good with Joseph, but what started out well as they started to, as they started to gain strength, the Pharaoh put them in slavery out of fear, and that's what narcissists do. They want to have control, they want to have power over you. But through all the tests and trials, God brought the nation out. And the nation came out with gold and silver and precious gifts from Egypt. The Egyptians paid them to leave. Here's your traveling money. Don't, don't come back. What I want to tell you is they didn't come out of it broke. They didn't come out of it broke. They didn't come out of it without, without, without bank, okay? And what I'm saying is, even if you've been through this narcissistic abuse in a marriage, intimate partner, siblings, family, workplace, wherever, don't think you came out of it broke. You came out of it. You got gold in that situation. You got gold in that circumstance. Even when it seemed like you were the most displaced. God gave you gold, beloved. Don't come out of this situation and circumstances you've been in without it having value in your personal life and the lives of other people. That's your testimony. That's what proves the authenticity of your faith. Not that you've never been through something. Not that you've never had to come out of something. But that you did. All right. Peace and love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.